Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Co-op Cinema Podcast. I'm here with John. Hey, guys. And today, it's episode 10. Episode 10, brother. I'm so excited. I'm really happy, dude. We've made it this far. Yeah, man. Um, our last video did pretty good. We talked about the social snow society, right? Society of the snow or snow society? Society of the snow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, watched that video and supported us. Yeah, I think that's super cool. Uh, we were looking at the numbers. How how good did it do? It's ha- it has two thousand views 2000 for views. like an hour long podcast. That's and great. I- I'm glad it was something that we were very passionate talking about. And um, you had a couple of things to say about that, right? About what? <laughs> <laughs> that is um, great that that we had enough people watching it, listening to it. Some guy commented about the the mate. People were like obsessed yes. with the mate, which I think is so interesting. So tell us where what's your mate there? What what is it? It's a tea that is a South American tea, pretty much like Uruguay, Argentinians, uh, some Chileans. They drink it a lot. It gives you a lot of energy, more energy than coffee, longer lasting energy. You don't crash. It's really good. Um, somebody asked. Uh, what type of mate do I drink? I, I drink a Uruguayan brand that I really enjoy. Uh, I forget yeah. the name right now, but I get it off Amazon. So I don't know. It's really Definitely. good for you, though. Uh, but if you guys want us to talk about a specific topic, anything, we, we were thinking about talking about Spider-Man, uh, yeah. Lord of the Rings, Ready Player One was one of the topics. It can be movies, TV shows, superheroes. Let us know down below and we can do a, like a deep dive about that yeah. topic. Yeah, focused on that topic. Which exactly. Co-op Talks. That's like our segment yeah. called Co-op Talks. Yeah. And uh, I'm very sorry about my gum chewing in the last episode as well. Damn, I learned my lesson really bad. Finally, you started getting some hate, though, because all the hate has been for me, bro. <laughs> well, look at look how the turntables, bro. Look how the turntables. It's fine. No, and uh, you learn from your mistakes. So I thank everyone for letting me know. And I'll, I'll reply to the comments soon enough. But also, since we're just starting our podcast 10 episodes in, if you guys could give us, give us those five-star ratings, uh, those likes, we really appreciate the support so far. Yeah, it's been great. So right. thank you to all our listeners so yeah, far. Yeah, all our close friends, too, that listen to us yes. and talk about it with us. You know, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys, and we do this for you. So. <laughs> we do. We honestly, I do it because I love talking to my brother about movies yeah, same. and um, all that stuff. So yeah. um, this is a good time for us to, like, catch up as well. Yeah. So, dude, how have you been? I've been pretty good, man. Yeah. Pretty good, dude. Um, yeah, dude, just living life on the edge. You know how Always. I do, bro. Yeah, I'm wearing a beanie. Haven't had a haircut in a minute, so same here. Got to figure that out. I'm but trying to figure out my hair right now too. I'm having like a mid side part type of thing. But if you could have any actor's hair from a movie, mm. whose would you have? Oh wow, this is like such an off guard. Not a like, yeah, I call me off this guard. Is not this question the script. <laughs> There's so many great hairstyles that I love. I love Ryan Gosling's hair in La La Land. I truly do. I think he has like kind of off. like a low hair, but I do love curly hair too. I think like some Timothy Chalamet hair too. Not when he has it like really long, I'd say, but yeah, some I, I love long hair, so that's one of them. I've always, always loved like Zac Efron's long hair as well. Yeah. Shout and out to the homie, bro. High School Musical 3, maybe. Oh, man. So many hairstyles that I love. I wish I could grow a beard. I want to have like a Chris Evans uh, Infinity War beard, you know? Yeah. Uh, a Thor beard type yeah, of thing. But yeah, yeah. I, I, we just, Esparza's can't grow a beard. Yeah. But man, that's a good question. What about you? I like Hawkeye's from uh, okay. Endgame. Yeah. But shorter. Not that ridiculous okay long dude i see you with like dreads <laughs> like some travis no, scott dreads okay. can i be super real dude with you? okay go ahead okay this is a hairstyle i've always wanted to do tell me if you guys think i could pull it off okay uh-huh. random person maybe not the best person you guys would want to hear but puck from glee's hairstyle is a hairstyle that i've always wanted to try and i i think i could pull off mm. but my wife she's like 
Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite hairstyle from you has been Avatar the Last Airbender. Avatar the Last Airbender. <laughs> I did that haircut, bro. Things you do as a youth pastor, man. It's beautiful though. It's Look fun, man. It was cool. It was also during COVID, so I was rarely like out, out and about. So yeah. yeah, man. But here we are, bro. Here we are, dude. Well, we'll figure out the next hairstyle for the next podcast. So uh let's talk about what we've watched. Yeah. Uh, what have you watched recently? Okay, bro. I don't know if this counts. I watched half of Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I watched yeah. uh, the first half of Barbie so yeah. far. But yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of that first half? Like, so, when did you stop? All right. I stopped uh -huh. at the, I think at the beginning of the second act when she's literally leaving Barbie world. Okay. Whatever. So I don't even know if that's like the first half, but uh, it's looking fun right now. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. I think it's looking fun. That's, that's all about I it. Say. I think it, I think a lot of the, you know what I specifically like so far? Like, it's a little Tell detail, me. but I specifically like that. Like, she's drinking milk, and it's like the fake carton milk. Yes. And it's like, you don't uh -huh. see the milk. You just, yeah. Or if she's taking a shower, you only hear the yeah. water. Like, I think those stuff are, those are like nice, fun details. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's looking pretty cool. That's great. Yeah. yeah, I watched Barbie. I watched all of it. Yeah. Um, I went into like a, not a deep dive, but like behind the scenes and stuff, because Greta Gerwig directed it. Uh, she's a really great director, honestly. That's one of the Oscar snubs that we'll talk about later on that she didn't get nominated for Best Director. But yeah, I watched it. Um, I'm going to say, I'll give you my rating for it. Yeah, I, give it a, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. I don't think it deserves all the hype that it's getting, if I'm being honest with you. But it is a movie targeted towards a certain audience. Yeah, women. Yeah, no, it's, it's honestly like, if you watch this movie, you cannot deny it's a feminist move movement. Like oh, feminist hey, movement bro. movie. Going, going, no, no, like not, not, not in a bad way, but it, it, you know, it, it truly is. And it caters to that and it caters to that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't say that in a negative way. You obviously, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Right? You 100%, you know what you're yeah. getting into. I think maybe I would be enjoying it a little more if I hadn't seen all the memes. Like one of the things I think is hilarious is the, <laughs> Barbie or whatever oh, that, that the Ken or whatever Dude, super funny uh, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah definitely I think it's it's a movie for girls and that's fine you know it's, that so is far fine. it's a fun movie so uh, the first beginning part of the movie I do love and I wish they catered more to the idea of Barbie trying to figure out how she belongs in the real world okay I think that's a really deep message you know, I think that message is, can go a long ways of how, like society has changed type of thing. Yeah. But later out throughout, throughout the movie, it doesn't focus on that. It focuses on other things. And yeah. I wish it would have focused on that first half, honestly. Yeah. I, I wrote that on my letterbox review. I also added on my letterbox review. I put what a song Billie Eilish did with what was I made for for the movie. Like it perfectly, you know, entitles this. And then I wrote also at the last part. Uh, the whole time in my head, I said, maybe Barbie should read Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren and that will help. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, huh? That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's a good song. I think it's a cool, pretty cool song. But, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, Barbie, Barbie's cool. I also, I don't know if this counts. My wife watched the internship with Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. And she told me about it. So I feel like I watched it. Okay, yeah, 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 that counts, yeah. Told, no, I was kind of watching it with her a bit. Yeah. And then I left and she finished watching it. And, and, yeah. And it's also a feminist movie. <laughs> oh, that's what you wanted that to say. That's how it ties into it. Yeah. That's really interesting. I've never seen the internship. I've heard of it and I've seen clips. Yeah, watch it, watch it, watch it. It looks, it feels like it should be better than it is. Mm, interesting. But, I mean, the acting looks really good. 
and yeah. what, I, what I was able to see. Uh, but yeah, dude, that's what I've been watching. What about you, bro? What have you been watching? Um, I've watched Barbie. I've watched Ma- Maestro, the one starring Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. Have we one? talked about it? No, we have not. Talked okay, Maestro. Yeah, I watched it. Bradley Cooper. This is a very artistically well done movie. I'll say that right now. Like artistically, it's really great. Uh, the cinematography wise, you know, it's black, black and white. It's, it's a black and white. Some areas like the the past scenes, mm. black and white. Dude, I can't see Bradley Cooper when he's acting. Yeah, I drive in Beverly Hills every day for yeah. my job. Yeah. And I see a poster, a billboard. And for the longest time, I didn't know who that was. I was like, Yeah. You know who I actually thought it was? I mm. thought it was from the from the poster that I would see. I thought it was um Green Goblin. Oh, uh William Defoe. William Defoe. I thought it was William Defoe. Yeah. Um, but it's not. It's not. Uh Bradley Cooper, fantastic. He he did really good. Honestly, I'll probably say he's close second to winning best actor best actor. Uh Oscar for best actor for from this role alone. But in all honesty, like some of the story for me at least, it, it wasn't landing. It was sad for sure. Like there were some moments where I was feeling really like sad. I was yeah. feeling the emotions of the movie. But still, not really good. I gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Wow. Is it a good movie for like musicians like a music movie yeah well it's about leonard uh bernstein i believe uh one of the greatest com- american composers of yeah. all time and i think in that aspect it's it's great and we learned the history of him maybe i didn't just like i, I wasn't connected to the character personally mm. like i didn't find anything that i was like oh i relate to this i relate to that i'm not a family yeah. man uh he I is see. a family man um he's made he made a lot of mistakes unfortunately like he drank a lot smoked yeah. a lot um so it was just a movie that didn't like personally hit me but i can see how it you know it hits other people i think this is kind of a random thing to say right but i think it's so fascinating how connecting with a character in a movie makes all the difference in the world that's beautiful right like that's just it's i think that's the power of movies and it's kind of in a way cynical of us to be not cynical but like it's just crazy how like we put ourselves in those and that's what makes us like those movies. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just fascinating. It's cool. It's really Definitely. Cool. No. Yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm honestly, I just didn't really like it. Didn't yeah. sit with me. Do you think Bradley Cooper deserves the Oscar for this role? Or is it a Leonardo DiCaprio type of vibe where like he's been deserving one and this is just the movie they're going to give it to him for everything he's got? Kind of like a legacy Oscar, if you will. You know what I mean? Mm, I can see him winning it. Like, I, I really can. I see two people winning it. My number one, you'll you'll find out soon. I don't think so. Like, mm. not not for this role. I, I think he also got nominated for um, that other movie with Jennifer Lawrence, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, okay. Never seen it. I think he got nominated for that one, too. And he did a great job wow. in that role. Ah, oh, man. I don't know. It's because he carried the movie. Mm. He carried the movie yeah. and he like I couldn't see I could not see Bradley Cooper when he was acting. Nice. And it's all because of the makeup and stuff like that, too. Cool. But but that's still, awesome. yeah, anyways, that's all I've seen. I haven't seen much, honestly. Yeah, Well, it's also like January. Right? Yeah, there's some movies I've been wanting to watch in the theaters that I've mentioned. I just haven't really like gone out of my way to go see them. Like which ones? Uh, there's been Argyle that just recently came out. Um, out of darkness is coming out this week. We'll, we'll get to the ones that are coming out like this week, but even like a last episode, I mentioned two, I'll tell you them right now. ISSS, uh, the space one. Oh, okay. People have talked about that one, but, and like, honestly, like these pique my interest, but they don't pique my interest enough to spend money to go mm, to the theater. Makes sense. What have you heard? Like any news or anything like that? I've heard a couple of things. Well, I think the, I think one of the biggest news that I've heard is like, um, it's official that, um, Pedro Pascal is going to play Reed Richards. Or play someone in Fantastic Four. No. Yeah. 
Oh, he's officially he's Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Wow. Yeah. Well, I saw a news article about this, so I, yeah. I don't know if it. No, I'm pretty sure it's true. That, uh, yeah, he he evaded a question about Fantastic Four just recently. Mm. Like someone was asking him like a question. And they were like, this is a 90 minute interview. It's been 90 minutes. I can't say more. Mm. I heard, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so it looks like he's going to be our Reed Richards. Um, good move or bad move? We've talked about this. And personally, like, I've grown more to the idea, but I, I, I'm not in the team. Pedro Pascal is Reed Richards. I love Pedro Pascal, though. He's yeah. a GOAT. He's a GOAT. I love him. But... I don't see him as Reed Richards. Yeah, I don't see him as Reed Richards either. And kind of like you, I've kind of grown to it. And then yeah. the picture that I saw was kind of one of those photoshopped him on yeah. whatever thing that makes him look like Reed. And I was like, okay, like I could see it, but we'll see. Hopefully they don't give it some random angle. That's the thing. That's that is true. It's hard to get excited for anything Marvel's doing these days. It is, yeah. It's unfortunate, but it, it's the truth. And it's sad because like I used to be so excited for like Marvel movies, but this year I'm just like, huh? bro, we would miss nothing. Yeah, we would drop everything and just go. And what's crazy is like this is this is like what two, three years ago? Wow, since like a great Marvel movie. Yeah, and like last year, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, sure, but still. No nah, man, it's crazy. It doesn't compare to the hype how it was before. Yeah, it's. I think it'll be tough for anything to top that. I've said it yeah. before. I think people who lived in the Star Wars generation, the original trilogy. They had it. Yeah. Then we had it with Endgame, with all of that, which kind of expanded and squeezed out everything Star Wars did in a way. Yeah. And now it's just, who knows? Who knows where where this kind of wave will take us into the next Definitely. couple of movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. I still say Penn Badgley for um, Reed Richards. <laughs> Definitely. Nice, nice. But that's just me. I've also heard, bro, and I think we can take a minute and talk about this. Have you heard the news about Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, no. What was the news? Okay, bro. So they are doing, I think, a very stupid move. No way. They're doing a stupid move. Wow. Because they're releasing, they released a trailer first and cool, right? Nice. But then they started releasing statements about the characters. I don't know. Have you seen this? No. No. For example, Katara will not have motherly roles in the group. Sokka will not be will not be sexist wait what yeah like key flaws that these characters have right yeah i'm not agreeing with the things but it's like this is what makes these characters great that at the beginning Sokka is a super sexist and he doesn't get that women can actually be fighters right which yeah. definitely can be he how is the journey with when he meets what's this girl's name zuki 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 and she teaches him like, no, bro, like you gotta fight, you gotta be real. Yeah, like, and they're better than him, type of thing. Yeah, as a warrior, from them, right? Exactly. Like, but if you're taking that out, what's he gonna learn? Mm. And then Katara, it's so sad, like because her story is that she becomes the mother because she didn't have a mother, mm. right? So why, first of all, why are you releasing these statements, bro? That's Just interesting. Stop talking. Bro. Yeah, Aang will not like to do side quests. They've revealed this as a statement. He's no not way. gonna go and wanna ride elephants and ride penguins and go penguin sledding like what are you doing yeah you know like what are you doing with these characters That's tough i i've said this before on the podcast that i think that the biggest red flag is when the original creators dropped out mm. and i think this is probably the reason the why. reason right yeah. they're shooting themselves on the leg dude just stop releasing things i think it comes out in a week or two yeah dude the really first soon. episode or the yeah. first season i don't know how they're gonna do it I heard they it might be episode by episode. It better be episode by episode. I love episode by by the way, uh I hate when they release like a season full on out. You know what I mean? Like well, Netflix actually releases full season out. They do. 
And I hate that personally. Like I'm not in that team where like I binge watch a season. No, like I need time to like watch these episodes day by day. And then it sucks because everyone's <laughs> spoiling it, bro. No way. I haven't seen anything. Not spoiling it. Like when they release a season like Stranger Things. Oh, like, yes. You have to be off the internet to watch what's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. It's spoiled. No, that's exactly why I don't like it. Very, very great point. Yeah. But man. yeah, I haven't seen anything about that. That's so interesting. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm worried. worried. I'm worried, bro. Because yeah. this has... It, I'm just like, why are we doing this, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, this is such a great story. This is such a great. It looks good. It looks amazing. It, it feels good. But it's like you're you guys are already starting to make these huge mistakes. And not only are you making them like you're publicizing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't do these things. Yeah. Well, honestly, we'll see. I don't think. Well, any Netflix adaptation hasn't been really good. I'm trying to think of a good one. What's that one guy with the hat? That's the only one I've heard is semi-decent. Cat in the hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard One Piece was pretty good. I've heard it was decent. Yeah. It was like, okay. But it, they kept it safe. And honestly, safe is better than... Safe is better, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't get these people. Hopefully, it does good. I love the show. Yeah. You know, one of the things they said is they want to make sure that they can do, like, Game of Thrones vibes. Mm. And it's like, that's cool for some of the stuff because you can do it with Avatar stuff because it, yeah. it touches on super, super deep and serious themes. But you, Definitely. Can't, you can't just change these characters you know what i mean yes so we'll see bro. we'll definitely see on other news as well this is one of the most exciting news i've had but invincible season two part two is set to return march 14th on prime video i'm super stoked nice i know you haven't seen it will you be able to catch up by then definitely i think so really i think so for you guys watching definitely catch up if you haven't seen this is a great moment for you guys to watch invincible on prime yeah. uh i got also first part of like the invincible cool. comic yeah. yeah um really cool it starts off literally almost <laughs> was it on focus sorry yeah it focuses after a while um so I'm really excited. Uh, I, I want to do a deep dive co-op talks on just Invincible. I know my roommates watched it. Maybe, uh, like he's watched, he caught up. And then but, this is before the show even came out. Yes, this was before the show even came out. And I believe this is all season one. I haven't caught up yet. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to read the comic book. Um, but it's set to return, dude. So That's hopefully awesome. you can catch up. Yeah, I'll try. I want to show you an image real quick. Show me an image real quick, brother. And this is the official popcorn bucket for dune 2 bro what the freak is this dude? dude are you getting popcorn out of that or not bro no way bro this is a family podcast bro <laughs> blur this Have out you bro seen the people even reacted to it and um oh my god i don't understand dude. how people have this right like look at that bro are those things like i don't know are those things hard or are they like wobbly bro i don't know dude i'm a, i'll buy one just to find out bro we gotta bring one yeah i'm gonna bring one i'm gonna bring one we gotta drink mate out of that bro. oh my god that's disgusting <laughs> uh on other really quick news so there's been a leak of david cornset in the superman suit have you seen that i'll send it to you right now i thought it was fake so i didn't look at them uh it was a series of photos but check it out and tell me what you think i know you're you're a huge superman fan so yeah. what are your thoughts well this doesn't give me much because it's like the old suit it's like the Man of Steel suit type it of thing. It is the Man of Steel suit. As a matter of fact, I think I don't I don't think this is real, bro. Really? You know why, bro? This is the exact same suit they used on Justice League, the Josh Whedon one. Really? Look at the belt. That's the only thing I'm like, I didn't no, see that. No. This is Josh Whedon. Is it? Has to be, bro. Because look at the muscles. 
I remember seeing them. If you if you look back to the scene from when he's racing the Flash, mm. this is how the suit looks exactly. I'm pretty sure it's leaked. I don't. I mean, uh, fake. But homeboy looks good in there, bro. Yeah, it, it even says, "What do you think of the new Superman in the old suit?" <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, bro. Shout you can out. see it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could see him. I, I've seen some of his acting. And I think it looks good. Um, yeah. yeah, bro. I mean, I just hope they get a good story, dude. They've been casting. I also don't know how I feel about J- uh, James Gunn just sharing all the information as it comes. Oh, that's like, interesting. He's already cast uh, Supergirl. He's yeah. cast a bunch of people. Supergirl's that chick from House of the Dragon. House of the- yeah. Do you, uh, her name is Millie Alcock. Do you think uh, she's been? A, she'll do a good job. I don't. I haven't seen House of the Dragon, so I don't know if she will. That's like the only role. Yeah, I haven't seen House. I've seen a little bit of House of the Dragon. I think. Well, it depends. I know Supergirl is kind of young. Maybe. Yeah, because this. Is, I mean, she looks like twelve in the freaking in the show. In the show. Yeah. I, so she's I'm supposed to be a kid, I think, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. In other news, I'm so excited about this one. Danny Phantom is coming live action. Paramount has confirmed this. Dang. Uh, the creator, Budge Hartman, which I love. He's a Christian Shout guy. Out, bro. He has a Christian. He has a Christian show called uh, In the Garden, which oh, I wow. show my kids. It's really good. He um, also anima- uh, drew a Bible, kids Bible and stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah. Love him. He's super awesome. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to you. Draw me, bro. <laughs> Please. Uh, he wants Tom Holland to play the live action character. That one hurt a little bit, as you know me. I've always wanted to play live action Danny Phantom. I think I could do a great job. I'm still, I still look young enough to play as Danny. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I've cosplayed him a couple of times. But Hartman, I'll give you an audition for free, man. I'll go wherever you are. Do it right now. Give me the ghostly whale, bro. I, I, I have a little sore throat. <laughs> ghostly whale. I'm going. I can't do. I can't do it right now, just because, just because of my voice. But I could, I could pull it off really good. But who does the voice of Danny? Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. So his name is David Kaufman. Yeah. Um, that sounds familiar. He's voiced Danny Phantom, Jimmy Olsen in the Superman, the animated series. He voiced as a double for Michael J. Fox yeah. in Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. That's funny because he's Stuart Little. And Stuart Little, yeah. Yeah, because Michael J. Fox is Stuart Little. No way. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. You learn something every day. But what do you think about the live action Danny Phantom? Dude, I think that's super cool. You know who could uh, play his friend? I, I know his name. Don't tell me his name. Tucker? Oh, Tucker Foley? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know the guy from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Uh, yeah. Oh, Cookie. Cookie. He could do. I feel like he would be a great, great uh, Tucker, bro. <laughs> but isn't he like older? Look, they're doing a podcast right now, all three of them. Yeah. And he still looks good for it, man. I think really? He, and also his videos in Spanish, bro. Hilarious. hilarious. They're the best. But yeah, I think he could do it. I'm excited. I, I really am. Like, I know a lot of people say like, oh, leave the animated as animated. Don't create live action. But why not? You know, we get yeah. a second chance as to watch it. Like It'd be really cool. I actually, I should make a short film of Danny Phantom. We should. I'll probably work on that soon. You I could be you, Tucker. You could be Tucker. And that'd be amazing. That's all I've heard. I do want to really quickly talk about what it's going to release this week so people can know ahead of time what they're okay. going to watch. So there's a couple movies releasing this uh, week. So we have Argyle. The movie with Henry Cavill, Dua Lipa, oh, I've heard um, about this. all this other people. I heard this movie was hit or miss, so mm. you might enjoy it. Who knows? Who uh, knows? Out of Darkness. I don't know a lot about this movie, but it was on my radar. So check this one out for sure. Yeah. Uh, this one just came out today. Lisa's Frankenstein. Have you heard about oh, that movie? Oh, yeah, I have. Cole Sprouse. It, Cole is that's, Cole Sprouse, that's yeah. Frankenstein? Yeah. Bro, help me out. Who's the chick? She played a movie... Where she was like a little kid. And I was like, I saw the trailer for it literally today. And I was like, uh-huh. I've seen her somewhere before. But she was like a little kid. And I can't remember now. 
Catherine Newton, which she, uh, by her picture, I can tell already, she's the daughter of Ant-Man in the Wasp, Quantumania. That's where it is. That's okay. her. Okay. And okay. I think she comes out in Detective Pikachu, if you watch that with your I son. did. That, okay. Perfect. So that's Thank her. you. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. Catherine Sorry, Newton. random thing. No worries. Uh, that one's coming out. I haven't heard anything since it just came out. And then uh, Pixar's Turning Red is going to theaters. Have you seen that movie? I got halfway with that movie. <laughs> there is, um, look, this might be a hot take, but when I watch movies uh, with my kids, I, li- I I'd like to have, I'd like for the movie to have a message. And I feel like that movie's message isn't bad, but it's just not the best type of message. Interesting. Yeah. So I also, I also, uh, I think it's kind of a girly movie, which isn't bad, right? Like my kids, my boys, they watch like sometimes they'll watch Frozen and Moana, but uh, that's because I don't know if you know this. Have you seen it? No, I don't know anything about it. So they talk about like getting your period and stuff like that. You know, things interesting through. So it's just stuff that it's a little like, harder messages. Not for... necessarily hard, but it's just like okay, like this isn't gonna really hit home with my boys. You know what I mean? I see that. Yeah, so, yeah, that was it. This one's actually really interesting, and this one goes out to all my fellow Christians out there. You can watch The Chosen season four, episodes one through through three in theaters. Yeah, it's a long time in the theater. Three hours, right? Yeah, which is great. It is great, yeah. but uh, three hours, and I think that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. awesome that you can watch The Chosen, especially because this is one of the best looking like Christian shows out there. I this think this is but- probably the best. Christian, Christian cinema, anything that we really ever you've had. seen the chosen. So, what are yeah. your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think the chosen is an amazing show. Um, yeah. like as a Christian, do you think it really does a great job as representing like everything that happens in the Bible type of thing? I think it does. I think uh, from a Christian perspective, I think it does um, does a good job. However, we we must always remember that movies and TV shows, the film will never replace the Bible. That's true. That's the biggest thing. Once we have to know what it is, it's a form of entertainment and Mm. it's a form of condensing things. And in that there's going to be decisions that are made, small decisions. Sometimes I haven't seen big decisions be made that are different to what I know and what I've read. But I think as long as we have that in mind and take it as entertainment and as like, oh, this is a cool, different way to kind of hear the gospel, see the gospel, I think it's great, bro. Uh, yeah, the guy who who's leading the whole thing, I think he's trying to be as honest and as as um, real as he can be. To yeah. be honest, you know, I know I know a lot of people freak out because some of the actors are Mormon, some of the actors are Catholic, and it's just like, well, at the end of the day, my perspective on that is the creator is Christian. The creator uh, believes in the Bible, believes Jesus died for our sins, and. You know, if we take it as entertainment, I think we'll be pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, so definitely check that out. It, it is on next week. So the day this episode releases, you can watch it this week. Yes. So I think that's awesome. Before we start with Oscar predictions, which uh, we'll go, we'll try and fly through that. Yeah. Let's do this little challenge. Here, Let's do a challenge, okay? this, this has been going on on Instagram and yeah. I've seen a lot of people do it. And I think it'd be really cool if we do it. Yeah. Uh, so I sent you the pictures if you want to see them on your phone. Yeah. My, yeah. So it's going to be like. Pick your top three out of these categories. Okay. So I sent you a picture. Let's start with uh, the fr- which one's the first one you see there? Cartoons. Okay, great. Pick your top three of these cartoons right there that are on the screen. You go first. From this list, I got to go with Teen Titans. I love my boy, you know, Robin and all of them. So I got to go with Teen Titans. Man, this is hard. <laughs> it is super hard. I just thought about it right now. I have to, have to go with Adventure Time. I truly love like, just adventure time. I haven't seen all of it for mm-hmm. the person and people 
that are going to call me out of that. But I love Adventure Time and the yeah. music and everything. This third one is so hard because there's so many. Yeah. There's so many here. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Can I do like two? No, nah, bro. You got to be I have to do three. Game, I have bro. to do three. It has to be. And this is the main reason I'm picking this one is because I watched more of it. Rather than the other ones, the other ones might be better. I I I can give honorable mentions. I really could. Okay. I I won't though. Good. We'll keep it to three. Okay. Uh, kids next door. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go. Kids next door. Okay. Here's mine, bro. Number, number three. Here's mine. You ready? Go. Here are my top three from this list you've given me. Uh, number one, code name Kids Next Door, bro. Yes. I think that show was freaking phenomenal. Good, bro. Very deep at times. Super deep. Deep. Super cool, deep. Cool. Unique. Yeah. Different. The Amazing. intros, so yeah. cool, so cool, awesome. Uh, the second one, Teen Titans, bro. You gotta go, Teen Titans. <laughs> gotta go, you gotta Teen go, Teen Titans, Titans bro. One. But my third one is Scooby Doo, man. No way. I thought you'd go with like Ben Ten or Samurai Jack. The intro to Samurai Jack is probably the best Samurai one. Samurai Jack is a beautiful Samurai show. Jack. You know what show was missing here? Dexter's Laboratory. It's right there. No, it's not. It's above Ben Ten. It's above Ben Ten. Then I take off Scooby Doo. I put Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah, de- do the Dexter's uh, Im- uh, imitation right now. I don't now. have a Dexter's imitation. I was gonna imitate Raggy. <laughs> <laughs> no, do Shaggy. Shaggy. <clears throat> this is my Shaggy impersonation. I've done this before. Yeah, I know. Do it again. Oh, I'm not doing it again, bro. Oh my god! Watch the previous podcast episodes. So like now. Scoob. Oh, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, jinkies. Dexter's Laboratory. You don't know how to do it? You've done I, it before. No, no. That's your other brother, bro. I, I, the only one I know is that. Ha, 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 ha. Who's that? You don't that? even know what that is, The bro. dad? <laughs> or the no, mom? Bro, you don't even know who that is. I don't know. Comment down below who that is for David. Johnny Bravo or Powderpuff Girls could have been in there, bro. Johnny Bravo was great. Uh, Remember Mucha Lucha? Mucha Lucha. Seth MacFarlane worked on Johnny Bravo. I didn't know. Steven Universe, I heard, is really good, too. Uh, the creator of Rick and Morty. People are going to get pissed that we didn't pick the Clone Wars. I'm telling you right now. People are going to get so... The Star Wars fans will riot that we did not pick Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, we'll comment and uh, get us trending. Yeah, amen. Which which three would you guys pick? Top comment. Everyone's different. Uh, let's go to the next one, dude. I'm okay. so excited. Uh, th- let's do the TV show one. TV show. And only three. Well, well, actually, on this one, let's do five because there's we a lot. We have to do five. Let's bro. do five. Let's we do five. Do five. Okay. All right. So on this list, pick your top five uh, TV shows right here. You want me to go first? I'll go first. I can't even do five, bro. I know there's so many. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. I'm gonna go with Game of Thrones. I'm almost finishing it, and it's such a top tier show. Game of Thrones is peak television. I have to go with Friends. That's my number one favorite TV show of all time. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is so tough. I have bro. to go with How I Met Your Mother. I love How I Met Your Mother. Such a deep show, personal show. I love it. <laughs> you have two more. I bro. gotta go with Smallville. That show made us superhero fans. Yep. We met uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. I know. I was gonna say Tom Holland too. We met Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum. We met Shout Tom out to Welling, them. Tom, their podcast. Yes, amazing. And I think, bro, there, there's a lot of options I could put here. But I'm gonna go with the office. Go. That's so tough, bro. All go right. I mean, five. Okay, this is so tough. So I'm gonna go the office, Seinfeld. Uh, I'm throwing them as I go, bro. Okay, the office, Seinfeld, <laughs> Smallville, How yes. I Met Your Mother. I can't, I can't, bro. Because then I want to say Supernatural, but Glee is on here as well. Glee, yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna go like that, Supernatural. I think I have to, but you I, watched a lot of Supernatural, huh? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I did. I think Stranger Things is the close one there. No oh, friends. 
I didn't say friends. I love friends. I can't. You forgot about friends, bro. I legit can't. I legit can't. This is too hard, bro. Uh, Yeah. Those are your five. Those are my five, bro. Whichever ones you just said. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the video games, dude. Let's do three. I, there, I, we can do yeah, three. Video games is fun. We don't talk a lot about video games, but video we games don't. really put us together. I think we'll have similar answers here, maybe. Definitely. All right. You want to go first? Uh, you, Do you have your three already? Because I forgot mine. I'm just going to say it. I'm, I'm going to. It's tough, bro. Number one, obviously, and I think we'll agree on this. Gears of War, without a doubt, bro. Without a doubt. I love that video game. One of my favorite video games of all time. Yes. Um, Number two has to be, brother, um, Fortnite. <laughs> sounds lame. <laughs> sounds so lame. No, but that's Fortnite cool. is fun. Uh, they have we a get lot to play of with Clark. I get to play with my son. It, it, uh, Disney's buying part of Fortnite now, so yes. it's going to be huge. It, I, I think Fortnite is innovative in a lot of ways. And then number three... I really want to say The Last of Us, but uh, FIFA is here yeah, too. Um, if if Arkham games were here, then that would take the cake for me. Go amazing. ahead. All right. Uh, for my list of the top, uh, marking my three favorite video games on this list, I have to go number one, Gears of War, bro. It's my War. favorite video game like franchise yeah. or storyline as well. Yeah. We got really close for playing Gears of yeah, War. And did, I played it as a young kid, dude. I was Clark age playing Gears of War. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Number two has to be The Last of Us. I love The Last That's of Us. Good, it was such a great story. I love it too much. And honestly, th this can go either or. But I, I think I... I'll put FIFA for the emotional bonding that I've grown through FIFA. Yeah. We played a lot of FIFA so much growing up and we had our tournaments all the time. Uh, on our small group, we would play FIFA after, yeah. you know, reading the Bible yeah. and stuff. So FIFA just for the emotional impact, but not because it's a great game, just because of the, the vibes that you get with that. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably do like Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Red. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> or Minecraft. Or Fortnite, yeah. which I almost went pro. But yeah, that's another story. All right, last one. Last one. Three movie franchise. Okay. So uh, I got these, bro. These. This is in the bag. Let's this see. is in the bag. Kind of a hot take, but here we go, bro. Lord of the Rings, yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe, okay. Twilight. <laughs> that's it. That's it, brother. Oh, five. <laughs> Oh, well, we, we can do five. But we said three. Oh, then that's it. That's it. That's it. You don't need nothing more. Why is Barbie here? <laughs> That's not even a franchise. Why is Barbie on this list? When did it end? That's good. That's good. No, nah, it was off key. All right, my turn. Uh, I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings, what I, what I think is the best trilogy of all time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the DC Universe, bro. Damn. I'm going to go with, like, let's say, like, the, the Nolan Batman movies. Or even the DCEU with Zack Snyder. I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan, okay, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shrek is on there. Um, there's a lot of ways I can go on this one, honestly. Yeah. There's three that I see that are calling out to me. Um, but I'll say the one that has, like, I think the better one here is probably the Godfather franchise from the first and the second. The third I heard fell off. But I'm going to go with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You I could have gone to, Jurassic bro. Park. It, Jurassic Park has one good movie in it, bro. I think it has two, first and the third. Third is a guilty pleasure, though. But yeah, that's my list. Comment down below what your guys' movie franchise is. All right, so we made it. This is going to be our my Oscar predictions for 2024. Do you want to give yours? I, I don't know if you've seen enough movies. I can give you the list. Give me the list, brother. Dude, yeah, let's, let's, let's pop this over right here. 
I'm gonna put money on this right now, bro. All right, so we'll go actor in a leading role. We have Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Paul Giamatti, The Holdovers, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Cillian Murphy for Oppenheimer, and Jeffrey Wright for uh, American Fiction. Do you want me to guess? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Cillian uh, Murphy, without a doubt, my brain. Actress in a leading role: Annette Bening uh, for Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of a Flower Moon, uh, Sandra Huller for Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, and Emma Stone for Poor Things. Emma Stone is winning that one. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've heard good things. Uh, I won't name all of these, but this is animated feature film. Which one do you think is? Uh, Look, I've never seen it, but I know Robot Dreams is going to win. I'm telling you right now. I'm really? Seeing the future, bro. I'm seeing the future, but I hope Spider Man wins. Okay. Uh, nominees for Best Picture. So uh, all of these right here. I think you've only seen one <laughs> from all of them. <laughs> Wait, The Zone of Interest. I really want to watch that one. Really? Yeah. Have you heard what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. After Auschwitz and stuff? No, it's like, it's about a, a family that lived right next to the concentration camps. Got you. So it's. Like, I hear it has like, it leaves you with a disturbing oh, taste of course, in the stomach. It, everything that has to do with that. Yeah. Uh, I think we might watch it this weekend. Oh, nice. Good for you. But wow. I heard it's really good artistically wise as well. I've heard good things about the holdovers too. I've heard great things, yeah. I think Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, you think Oppenheimer's gonna take it? I think Oppenheimer's gonna take it. Cinematography, which one do you think? All right, bro. Uh, off the top of the dome, Killers of the Flower Moon is winning that one. Cinematography, okay. Costume design. I think Barbie will. No, it's because Oppenheimer is like a period piece and stuff like that. Killers of the Flower Moon is the one with Martin Scorsese about the old tribe that got like assassinated by the Americans. Napoleon's winning it. Napoleon could take it. Uh, best director. I think Oppenheimer's going to take that one, bro. Christopher Nolan. I think it's, it's such a, yeah. Zone of interest could be a good one too, though. Production design. Which one do you think? <sighs> I think Napoleon's going to take it again. Napoleon for this one. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, original song. I'm just Ken. I'm just Ken. Interesting. Okay. Original score. Indiana Jones, bro. Okay. <laughs> uh, makeup and hairstyle. Uh, my ass. Oh, I think is Society of the Snow and other things or no? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I know they're winning something. They have to win something. I'm going to give this one to Maestro. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because Bradley Cooper looks really good. Bradley Cooper. International film, bro. Society of the Snow takes it without a doubt. Put all my money so? on it, bro. But so the interesting thing, yeah, the zone of interest is the only best picture nominated out of this list. So they could take it. But at the same time, Society of the Snow. Society of the Snow. I think Society of the Snow is taking it, bro. It's a phenomenal film. Phenomenal, but the zone of interest. <laughs> no, Society of the Snow. Uh film editing. I think I'm gonna give it to Oppenheimer. I think those scenes where they're like doing all this stuff together, yeah. those that'll that'll make it win. Yeah. yeah. Nominees for sound. So Maestro's a movie about music. The Creator, which I watched, fantastic movie, has pretty good sound. Oppenheimer's Zone of Interest, The Bomb, bro. I know. I think Oppenheimer will take it as well. Oppenheimer. Actor in a supporting role. This is a tough one. Ah, bro, you think Robert Downey Jr. will take it? I think it's going to be, I think it'll be Robert Downey. Robert Downey? Yeah. Actress in a supporting role. Emily Blunt did so good in Oppenheimer. She did great. She did great. Jodie Foster, I heard, did amazing. Also the only one I've seen from there. (laughs) Uh, Visual effects. This one's really interesting, bro. This one's really interesting. I I already have my pick, but... Hey, I've actually seen one of them. Uh, I mean, I would love Guardians of the Galaxy to win it. Um, I also think it was pretty good visual effects. But I'll give it to... I want to give it to Godzilla, bro. 
You want to give it to Godzilla? I'll give it to Godzilla. The, the team was really small. Yeah, for exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Adapt, adapted screenplay? Barbie. <laughs> uh, original screenplay? The Holdovers. Now, I don't know a lot about stuff, but that's my Oscar predictions for 2024. Let me know what you guys think. on the. Tell me if it's hot takes or hot cakes or if I'm just crazy, but that's what I think. Awesome. Before I give you my uh, top 24 Oscar predictions, something I love to do every year, I host an Oscar party. And uh, we all get. I've never been invited. You have. I've done it at your house. We all get a ballot, and we all like pick our options on who we think is gonna win. Uh, everyone gets a prize at the end, and I think that's so cool. I'm so excited for this year. I'm hopefully excited you, too, bro. Hopefully you guys can make it. I really do want you guys to be yeah. here. Um, let me give you my Oscar predictions. It might not be the ones I put in the ballot, uh, but these are what I think right now are my Oscar predictions. Hit me, for bro. Hit me. Do you want me to read them to you? And then uh, no. Okay, sorry. For actors in a leading role in this list. Bradley Cooper could take it, but I want Cillian Murphy to win his first Oscar. I'm so excited. Paul Giamatti could take it too, but Cillian Murphy for sure. Actress in a leading role. I'm going to have to go with Sandra Huller on Anatomy of a Fall. You haven't seen that one yet. It's a really great movie. And she, I think not only does she carry it, she does great. But side note, by the way, I'm not going to include this in like the TikTok clip or anything, but um, I was working with a guy who votes for the Oscar Academies for who they think is going to win wow. like Oscars. And he voted for Carrie Mulligan for uh, Maestro. Uh, for animated feature film, I really want Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse to win this one. I'm going to go with them uh, out of all these other ones. The next one is winning it. I'm telling you right now. The Robot Dreams? No, the next Spider-Verse movie is winning it. Oh. Uh, for nominees for Best Picture, I've seen all these movies. I want Oppenheimer to win and I think Oppenheimer is going to win. Zone of Interest could be a close second. Anatomy of a Fall could be there too. Mm. It depends, but I really want Oppenheimer to win, and I think it has the the everything to win. Uh, cinematography, one of my favorite categories. I'm gonna give it to Hoyte Van Hoytema for Oppenheimer. He did great. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and I, I loved uh, the cinematography on that one. Second place could be Killers of the Flower Moon, though. Uh, for costume design, I'm going to give this one to Barbie. Come on, man. Every, the the costume design has to be That's fantastic true. on that one. Uh, for best director, gotta give it to my boy Oppenheimer, uh, Christopher Nolan, amazing. But Martin Scorsese could take the cake on that one. Nah, he could. He really could. Okay. Uh, for film editing, this is one of my favorite categories as a film editor myself. I'm gonna have to give it to Killers of the Flower Moon. I think that's gonna be that's gonna take it for sure. For three hours and a half long, bro, it can be intriguing. That's All right, crazy, bro. so for sure, international feature film, give it to my freaking. Spaniard friends for Society of the Snow. I would love nothing more for them to win. Zone of Interest is a close second. They could take it considering they are the only ones in this category that are nominated for Best Picture. But give it to Society of the Snow, please. Yeah. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. I'm going I'm to give this one to Maestro again for Bradley Cooper's transformation yeah. and everyone else. Poor Things could take it though. And I think Poor Things might actually take it. Uh, for original score... Give it to Oppenheimer, Lud uh, Ludwig Gor Goranson. I think he did The Mandalorian, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds familiar. He's done Oppenheimer, Tenet, Black Panther, Creed. Yeah, give it to my boy Ludwig. Uh, original song, What Was I Made For? by Billie Eilish, 100%. Production design, I gotta give this one to Barbie. For sound, this one's so hard because all of these are fantastic. Except for Mission Impossible. Uh, <laughs> All of these are great. Give it to Maestro. Mm. Could be Oppenheimer. Give it to Maestro, though. Come on. This is a movie about sound, about the best composer, and the sound yeah. is fantastic. Give it to Maestro. Actor in a supporting role. 
Mark Ruffalo could take it. Ryan Gosling could take it. But Robert Downey Jr. stepped in and he did fantastic. He's taking it without a doubt in my brain. Actress in a supporting role. This one is interesting. Could go to J.D. Foster. Could go to America Ferreira. Emily Blunt is going to take it, though, for Oppenheimer. I think so. She's going to take it. For visual effects, this one's really interesting because the creator had great visual effects and was a low budget. Godzilla minus one, great visual effects, bro, for such a team. Shout out to the team that did it. It was only a team of like 30 heads, I think. Incredible. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 had fantastic uh, visual effects, and I think it was revolutionized, like the visual effects. Um, <clears throat> I forgot the name of the uh, visual effects company, but they were fantastic. Uh, adapted screenplay, I'm going to have to give this to Barbie, just mm. for the, the script in, in general. Yeah. Oppenheimer could take it, though. <laughs> and original screenplay I want past lives to win this one mm. I love past lives with all my heart the holdovers could take it though and that's it those are my Oscar predictions for 2024 let us know yours down below yeah. for sure and with that dude that's all I have to say for this podcast episode dude what do you think and are you excited for the Oscars I'm super excited for the Oscars bro I think it'll be really fun yeah uh, it's always fun hopefully do you know who's hosting Jimmy Kimmel's hosting <coughs> I was just talking about it. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel will be all right. He's a safe one. He's a safe one. I think that's what they're doing. He'll be all right. Yeah. Because in the past, Oscars have had interesting hosts. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited. Uh, we're also, you know, hosting that Oscar party. So um, you guys should host one too. And yeah, uh, yeah. maybe I'll record a little video for that. Yeah, we should. We'll see. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in on this episode of Co-op Cinema Podcast. I'm so excited. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, let us know down below if you guys have any topics that you'd like to talk about. Uh, that you'd like for us to talk about a yeah. specific like co-op talks or whatever. Um, make sure to follow us on the social medias, particularly just TikTok as of right now, YouTube as well. And uh, give us those five-star ratings. Yes, please. Uh, I love every single one of you guys watching this. Hopefully you guys have a blessed day. Yeah. Amen. God bless you guys.